0: Hey everyone, this is Jocelyn, your host of Leap. I wanna say thank you so much, first and foremost, for joining me, not only in this podcast, but all of the show's past and future. As you may well know, Leap is focused on speaking with coaches and healers about what inspired them to take a leap of faith in starting starting their own business and truly designing their own life based on their passion, based on their purpose, Based on the gifts that they were intuitively had, and took that inspired leap to share those gifts with the impact in the world around them. It is every single day and every single episode where I get to speak with these amazing people and these amazing individuals who get to share their stories. And I am so grateful for that opportunity. If you continue to enjoy the content here, please feel free to follow me here on the YouTube channel or at anchor.fm backslash what's your leap same what's your leap on instagram and facebook and if you are interested in learning more about my coaching services as a lead with love coach feel free to follow me there at facebook.com slash what's your lead with love coach and enjoy the show Hey everyone, this is Jocelyn and welcome to this edition of Leap. Joining me today is Beata Severin-Reed and Beata is the founder of Beata Life Coaching. So Beata, thank you so very much for being
1: on the show today. Hi Jocelyn, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm so happy because I love you. Oh, I know. I would, and I'm. i, was, I would, It's so funny because, like, what came right in my mind
0: is, I I wanted to say right off the bat. I just, we as we were kind of getting ready to hit record, um, I am so in love with your energy. You're <laughs> a powerhouse you. of energy, and you, you emanate. Oh. So I, I'm really excited about the conversation that's going to unfold because I know it's going to be amazing.
1: I love you and I love your energy. So I think we just match our energies. <laughs> let's do it. So let's, let's drop, it. dive right in. Um,
0: what inspired you to, to get your practice off the ground and
1: starting your own life coaching practice? Mm. Wow, great question. So my story is I have to take us back a little bit back where, why I, because Originally, I'm from Poland, I live in US right now. So my story goes to my, some personal issues that I experienced back at home, Poland. And I wanted to leave my country, well, first my small village, then even my uh, big town that I moved to, there was not enough, there was not enough uh, space for my pain. I think it's okay to say what was the reason. So, Absolutely. okay, so I was in a relationship for eleven years. So I was getting, we were basically like married couple, but not officially married. And uh, I was almost—it was just before my thirtieth birthday. So, so in Poland, back in time then, like thirty years old and not married. Oh my gosh! Like, come on. Like, Something is wrong with you. So there was a lot of, also this, uh, this heavy responsibilities. Do not be different than others. But anyway, to go to the back to the story. So it was my thirtieth birthday, uh, just around the corner, and the eleventh of anniversary just almost falling at the same time. And my fiancé, where we were getting, preparing everything for for the wedding in the meantime uh decided that he wants to choose different path with different person so this beautiful man this everything what i thought i need in my life and i i work out the plans around us disappeared like like i would never matter yet yeah? so this my ego my pain my my Limiting beliefs that I didn't even know that I have in me they they were loud, they were like, You are not enough, you are terrible, you couldn't even keep a man next to you like who you are, you, yeah, they were right back in time, like you are you are no one, So all these terrible stories I was telling myself for a very long time, and it it was keeping me in this victim mind. So I, I mentioned I moved to the uh, capital city, but it was still not, I had a really good career. I had really uh, like amazing people around me, but I didn't see it. I was still sad about my failure, what I was calling back in time. And uh, I used to come to the, as a student, I used to come to US uh, as a, for the internship, Colorado Springs. And I was like, oh. It's I I was happy there. Oh my God! I was it was the best experience in my life. I'm just gonna go there and take a year for break from Poland and heal myself. Oh my God! I'm so smart. This is a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I I uh, reached out to the hotel that I used to work for, and happily they said yes. We want you back and not everything is working i moved and soon after i find out that i'm still unhappy i hate the job that i'm doing i don't feel like there is no more people that i used to know because in us it's very normal that you just move from state to state and so i was again i felt lonely not understood and what what of my old issues being not enough and less than everyone else, I turned in a, into a new story. I started telling myself, that I don't fit in here as well. I, my accent, oh my God, people don't, won't listen to me. I I don't deserve even to be like with Americans on the same level. So I was backing off and sitting and clo- uh, you know, behind closed doors at home feeling unhappy and crying. And, you know, when you work with people in hotel, there is this, sometimes people are frustrated with their own stuff, but they put it on you. So once I heard, oh, is there someone who really speaks English? And, oh my gosh, did this sentence just put me over the, I'm going back home, I never should come here, what am I Was thinking, I cannot dream that big. So it was bad. It was my mindset was very, very in bad condition. In the meantime, I met my current husband, and it was still not kind of working for me because I did not work on me. I was expecting that the world should deliver to me. I was a victim. If this happened to me, he left me. He left me me pretty cool outgoing and creative like really so my ego was so high but still feeling hurted so it was the time when I decided that I need real help and I reached out to coach Uh, I had couple coaches but finally I found the one that I think we we were on the same level of energy and this it just worked for me. It was the tool that they used. It, it just worked for me. It was journaling by the way, which I still continue with my own clients and for myself this, to this day. but anyway, so I found the, uh, the solution to my to my problem because uh, coaching helped me to to see that the change that I was looking for actually needs to start with me and I had to go deep switch my energy, switch my, first of all, to challenge my limiting beliefs, because there were so many and this crazy stories that I was telling myself that were not really uplifting me. So it was the start. I, I went through the coaching process. And then when I was still in the process, I noticed that I'm calmer, I'm happier. People were like, oh, something changed changed in you. Did you get the haircut? Like you look so shiny. I was like, what? What is going on? And one night, my husband, which we, we really had issues as well because of first of all, the culture. And then I was still looking for him to fulfill me instead of, you know, finding this, what I really need in myself. One night or evening, he said, I don't know way, what they do to you with this whole coaching, but you are different. You are smiling without the reason. And I was like, oh, and gee, what is happening? What is happening? It's like, everyone is noticing some change around me. And I, I didn't really see it, but I could feel it. So I started paying more attention. And then I started attracting another ladies that were asking me, what did you do like your relation you seem so happy you and michael you are like something changed about you and your relationship everything and i was like wow this thing works so it's how i did. so i was still working uh, at the hotel and i knew that the service i always wanted to serve people but at some point i i realized that the service that i'm doing there which it was great as well i loved it it's not no longer what how i want to serve others so this was the leap that i had to take i now or uh, there was a time when really i was like can i do it still limiting beliefs playing around and can i really do it and then the leap, now or never i don't know i just have to give a chance to my own dreams, to my own desires, and then we'll see. I can always go back to what I was doing before. So a couple of years ago, I, I took this big leap and I moved into coaching full time and I'm helping my well, other women, my friends. Basically, uh, what I found for myself and what I helped them is I empower their thinking to focus To focus on overcoming challenges successfully. Because when there is a challenge, like it was for me coming here, so many opportunities, and I was focused only on challenges with my own thinking, my own story that I can't or I'm not enough. Ladies, you are freaking enough for anything you want. You just have faith in you and take courageous action. With an awareness, yeah, like you, you get aware of what you really want and just follow that, take the risk. I always encourage you, take the risk. You won't go back. Yeah,
0: and thank you. What a beautiful way to sort of end that component because, or get to that piece. It, it's so important and it's so imperative that we really do we change the script in our mind. Yeah. And, and your and your your share is it relates to me so much because it feels very it feels very similar to mine, and I talk about this in shows frequently. You know, when my journey began the day that I decided I chose me first, and and in that case, it was actually me walking away from a relationship that was no longer working for me. And when I chose that, when I said, "Uh uh-uh, uh, that ain't it." This is where it's at. And from that point on, and starting to like dive into feeding myself better foods, um, really releasing a lot of toxicity in my life. So it was releasing the relationship, it was releasing for me with sugar and alcohol. And it's not that, I mean, to each their own, I've just personally chosen and realized that when I eliminate those things from my own diet, I actually feel better and wow. then i get to do more internal healing i get to heal my heart i get to heal the traumas i get to work on those yeah, stories yeah. that are no longer nourishing right to my being because gosh when you get to step into your power into your your person who you are meant to be it is such an awesome overpowering feeling and you do look different and you speak differently and you walk taller and more confident like we were just talking about this um before we went live because so beata shows up um on on screen and she's dressed (laughs) so beautifully and i you know because we're in the midst of being home with corona i've been slacking a little truly like and, and when i say that aside when i say that let me clarify like with my attire like i've been wearing my yoga pants quite a bit My jeans do fit, by the way. (laughs) I tried them on. Uh, They still fit. However, I was like, all right, she's showing up. This woman is showing up. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to change really quick, and I'm going to show up too. And we talked about our attire. Um, For me, it's my heels. Like, I put my heels on, even if I'm wearing jeans. I don't really care. Actually, I've gone out. (laughs) I have to say this. I have gone out to bars in yoga pants and heels.
1: I totally have. I love it. (laughs) I love it. You know, I love what you said because you said, I choose me. And by choosing you, you also, you choose what you wear, what, how, if it makes you more happy and more fulfilling and you are like, wow, I'm alive. Do it. Yes. So do that. So let's talk about that. How, how do we transition? Um, a
0: client who comes to you and says, "You know, I just am feeling lost. I'm feeling worthless. I'm feeling low." Those those really confining, constrictive words. Where where does that begin for you? And how? And what is what are some of the things that you, we work you work together on?
1: Okay, so when when woman comes and yeah, they they say, "I I just don't feel like it's me anymore. I feel so." like you just said, not empowered. I first look for the, I, I need to get to their minds, And like I mentioned, journaling helps me so much to get it so quickly. So I ask them to journal in online journal. So every time they type it like kind of messaging and the press send or submit, I'm receiving it. And every, I, I send them a prompt that, is part of the process that is uh, allowing me to get into their thinking process. How, because how we think, how we uh, how we think, then it makes us how we feel, and then it causes the act acting that we the the choices that we do and the behaviors. It's all connected. So first of all, I'm looking for the stories that we were talking about. What are you telling yourself that you feel that way? are these stories really yours? Because I, it was not here, but I remember last time when we were talking, when we were getting to know each other, back in time, uh, also as a seven years old, I had accident, car accident, brain injury, and all this stuff. It was not, uh, it, it was scary anyway. What I remember for a very long time from this accident, after actually accident, hearing that I'm not enough. My doctor was talking to my mother, and he said that, oh, I I don't know, she won't ever be normal. Like she cannot, probably she won't even finish any degree. Like, like be easy with her, and it hurted me so much because I was so ambitious as as a little kid already, and then I was. I'm less than others. I won't be like my colleagues. I won't. So these stories were keeping me in this freaking my story, the limiting story that I cannot measure high. So very often later in life, I was, you know, I was going like this little seven years old girl getting it and fighting. And then this one thought, you are not enough. You need to be easy on you. And I backed off. And it's like, well, yeah, what I'm thinking, it's not for me. So I was quitting halfway. So this this is what I'm looking for with my clients. This this story that you are telling yourself, is it even yours? And if it's not, get rid of it. Of course, it's not that easy. And it's not like in one second, but I'm challenging their beliefs. I'm challenging their thoughts by questioning them. How does it make it true that your mom, your teacher, or someone said that you are, I don't know, stupid? Or like, what does it make it true? What evidence do you have? That's so I'm- one of my
0: favorite questions to ask with my clients is, is this true? Give me truth of this being true. And, yeah. and, it's, and, and, and that's a really, it's, it's a simple question with a lot of complexity. Because what it does, it confronts your deepest fears. Because if you start to say, "Is it true?" and then the response is, typically in the beginning, it's always sort of this defense mechanism, right? It's your ego showing up and saying, "Yes, Yes. because I see all these evidences in my life. Because this person's walked away and that person doesn't talk to me anymore." And blah 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 blah. But that's all external to you. Now you got to dive a little deeper. What's underneath? What's underneath
1: yes. that? What's underneath that? That's how we get to the root. Peeling the onion, yes? We are peeling yes. the onion. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah. And if I can add my another great question that I like to, it's actually one of the prompts as well that I, uh, my clients are working with, is what I really, really want. So they're like, why two really, yes? And so the first really is for yourself. And and the because, the, sorry, first really, usually is not for yourself. It's what your partner wants, what your kids want, your parents, like who knows, like, I don't know, all this expectations that were put on you, and then it's your, your desire. So I want your desires. I don't want your parents' desires or somebody else, because then you are not authentic and you are, you know, how many... People, women, and men in the world actually—they have successful careers, but they are so unhappy because they fulfill not, not their see, not their own desires, dreams. They followed the parents or grandparents, or who knows. Yeah,
0: one of um, one of the statements I love to use is: Do you want to continue to be a project manager in your life, or do you want to be the CEO of your life?
1: I love it. I love it. I will write it down.
0: Because it's really, you know, and and I, and I, um, you know, I know I'll be releasing this as a video and audio. So those of you who are listening to the audio side, um, as Diana was just sharing that, I was pointing to myself. um, Because it's it's something that I I relate to so much of my before I woke up. Right. So, you know, for me in my thirties, I, at the time I was married I had a great job, right? I, I, had a, you know, I was a director of a department. I, I completed, I, I actually facilitated a merger with the largest organization of its kind in the specific industry that we are in to save the company because it wasn't going to happen on my time, right? I was not going to allow my company to go under and everyone lose their job. That wasn't going to happen on my time, right? Um, I was a part owner of a successful mom-and-pop business and I had a small child and I was married. So on the outside, everything was peachy keen yeah. and lovely and wonderful. And the inside, I was degraded, right? I I used to drive to the hospitals. I worked in organ and tissue donation. I used to drive to hospitals and I'd pull in the parking lot and I'd get there like half an hour early. And I there were days that I would be sobbing, sobbing before I went in because I was so Bankrupt on the inside, I was giving away everything to everyone else. I was project managing my life, right? I was taking care of everything on the home front because our business required my husband to work on the weekends. So I was a, I was a single parent and a lot. And I, I want to take that back. Not a single parent. I was parenting alone frequently, and I was lonely and I was miserable and nothing seemed to be fitting into the what made my heart
1: generate a beat i love that story it's so true and i I felt empty i felt so empty on the inside that it was causing the pain like i have no reason like really one one day having this united states i had all these opportunities and oh my god i was working for five star resort on the uh, middle management position this is huge for immigrants yeah like I, I dreamed about that at some point and then I was lying on the floor empty and they got take me or change my life because I, I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't. So it, I was that low. So don't, don't take that. Don't yeah. Don't take yourself that low ladies or in, in gentlemen, please don't. I, I want to actually just edit that a little.
0: And I agree with you. Cause I, I've been there too. Um, You know, I I was in a relationship much of last year. And when that ended, I remember calling my sister like a a week later, a couple days later. I don't remember. It's some short time later. And I was laying in bed and it was like seven o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. And I said, Lord I just feel empty. I feel empty. There was like this grayness around me, there was no color. And I realized that I had drained my cup again. This wasn't the first time because I'd done it during my marriage. Um, yeah, done it again. And I promised myself I, I hadn't, was not going to do it again. So I, I illustrate that because these are patterns that can repeat. Yeah. And you have the opportunity to stand the fuck back up again. And Absolutely. you get to take your joy. You get to go after that. It doesn't
1: end just because something ends. You get to keep going.
0: When you you
1: choose you. Yes, I love that. You choose you. And I like to say to my ladies, when you feel like you are in the hole, stop digging, just stop digging. And the stop digging is like you reach out to your family, friends, tribe, coach, whoever, and and share how empty or broken you feel because sometimes you cannot do it on your own. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I, I, I agree with you. Um, it's, it's not, you don't have to work, live in that pain by yourself and reach out and reach out to your community and reach out to the people that make you feel good, do the things that make you feel good, especially when you're in that lowest of lows. You also though, you have, this is really imperative. You have to do the work on yourself, on yourself.
1: Absolutely.
0: No one else can love you like you can love you. No one else can teach you what you get to teach yourself. And that's where I think coaches, and that's why I, that's why when I brought in brought the show back in two point, you know, in our second season, I really wanted to focus on coaches and healers because I feel like we're doing some masterful work, and we're guideposts, we're mirrors, and we don't actually like you and I don't have our answers for
1: our clients, right? No. They mean? they have it they have it in them. We just have this uh, skill that I learned, and sometimes I feel it's part of me always since a kid. But this 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 curiosity, this desire to to see what is like you said before under that, like this is the story. Okay, tell me what is what is the belief, what is the under that story, your feelings and I love what you do and how you support work and yeah I'm so thankful that I'm your tribe right now
0: I am too I am too so let's let's talk a little more about that though so I actually want to go back to a little bit more of your journey because you shared some pretty powerful um, okay and why you know why you felt so compelled To create this, like something you shared earlier, and I think maybe this is the place where I want to highlight. People around you started to notice a change, that you you looked different.
1: Yes, yes, because what, uh, what you just also said, you need to do the work on you, and it means that you have to have this look inside, and this inside is getting in your head and. See what are your thoughts and then connect, choose the better ones and connect with your heart because heart knows the best. Heart, we were born with this intuition and we know it, but our, uh, you know, how we are conditioned since a kid, we just get into the head and we question what we really know is good for us. And so, wh- what was the question? Sorry, I think I. Oh, lost for, for yourself.
0: When, yes. when oh. people start reflecting to you,
1: yes, that you were you were
0: different. Yes, what, so, uh, what was that for you? Living inside of it.
1: So first, like I mentioned, I could not like see like how did I change? No, I did not go to the hairdresser. Like what what, what they are talking about? So I start to paying attention more through my also journaling, where I could be an observer and see my patterns and thoughts and the stories that I was telling myself. And then I will look back and reflect and say, oh my gosh. And my coach also, she was recording our session. So I also could, could could go back and hear it. It was totally different person. The first time I couldn't even listen. I turned off and like, no, it wasn't me. This, this girl was so unhappy that was crying couldn't say a word you know the the, tight, the tightness in her uh, throat it was like she c- couldn't express her feelings really and I was like, it's not me oh my gosh who is it and then i listened more and more and i felt compassion for where i was and how i see my progress And I like kind of hug myself like, oh my God, you did a really, you did a really good job by actually getting to know again who I am and choosing me, like you said. So I choose me, I stopped looking outside for validation, for um, happiness, and I started just feeling it. I felt it. And it's how I shared with others and they, you know, people, we are, for some reason, most of us is constantly unhappy. So when they see happy person, they want to be next to you. They they, they are like, oh my God, what'd you do? I want it. Like sometimes they don't even know how to express it, but I want it. And sometimes it's like, what did you take? Or what did you smoke? I don't smoke even, like what? No. So it's just the inner change, this inner, I think, confidence. First of all, acceptance, who I am, and I start owning. I start owning my accent, like, oh, well, I have accent, and what? It makes me different. Good. Different is good, yes? So I, awareness is what it was first for me. I was aware of who I am, accepted who I am, or who I was becoming, and I t- took courageous action, you know, on where my life I want to go.
0: Yeah, and, and good for you, and congratulations on that. Because you. you think that's the piece that, you know, and I, I'm feeling so much, but I'm, I'm a feeler, I'm a kinesthetic, that's how I emote and, and learn. Um, what I'm picking up is your vibrancy. Thank you. And I think that's and, and I think that's so important. So when we talk about when we're attracted to other to people outside of ourselves or things outside of ourselves, um, you do tend to see that, right? You, you're attracted to joy, people that are smiling and happy and living. Like if you think about the people that inspire you in your life, and they may be people you actually know, or they may be celebrities or Thought leaders or whatever, and you start to pay attention to how they present in you know in public spaces or in quiet spaces or what they're projecting in the world. There is this additional sort of essence around them. So, like for those of you who may not be aware, when your heart, like when you're really living in your heart and you're in joy within your heart, your heart actually expands. Your, the heart aura expands six feet beyond yourself. That's a tractor, that's a magnet. And and you can't, and you if you're at all even tuned in, in any way, that's what you want to see. And that's how my part of what started my journey. I had watched, um, I was on Facebook, right? All the time as a boyer, I really wasn't participating <laughs> in the world. I was just watching the world. And I watched a friend from high school change her name from her married name back to her maiden name. And so in my mind, it was like, oh, well, then her life's got to be crap, right? She just went through a divorce. Yeah. And I'm watching her posts being more positive and joyful wow. and happy. And I was like, well, I want that. And that's See? what I did. Uh, yeah. And I went after mm-hmm. it because I wanted yeah. it. And it was external to me. And, and at the time, it was external to me until I learned how to get it. Learn to let, really love myself, and internalize it. And as I was doing that, and I was going through my journey of like the dark holes and the dark spaces, um, I, I also had to learn how to embrace my own vulnerability and be really open with it. And so I just started dumping yeah. on Facebook, all the stuff. And it wasn't just to it. Me, like feel sorry for me. It was like, hey guys, this is what I'm going through. And I never looked at the comment. I never looked at what people were saying. I mean, I probably did, but it was not that wasn't important to me. For me, it was how do I heal myself, and that was my public journal, right? And what came was people coming out of the woodwork and like, and then sending their friends to me.
1: <laughs> I was like, what? But, why are you sending friends to me? <laughs> and then it clicked. Right, and I, I don't know if it's you feel the same way, but and with your clients, but I was that way, and and many of my ladies also that for summary re- i mean for some reason we are ashamed of our stories like it would be something bad that this man choose someone else and what like before i was ashamed i thought because of that i felt that i'm less but i if this would not happen i wouldn't be here talking to you today i would not help so many ladies i would not probably be happy with myself ever because, uh, and maybe you can relate, there were red flags back in time in my in this relationship. But I was like, no, 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 I can fix it. I'm a fixer. I am, no, not in my life, not to me. So I was ignoring that we, this beautiful man, and he's still beautiful inside out, but he is beautiful for other women. We were just growing separately, Our desires, were, and it happens in, you know, if you are married or not, it can happen to any relationship. Yeah, I'm so glad so, you said
0: that too, because just before I, before we went onto this recording, I had received a text and, so, and someone was asking me like, what happened to my marriage? And, and I, so I was literally texting this person back and saying, hey, I am not ignoring this question. I'm, saying, I'm acknowledging this and I will come back to you when I'm done with this recording. Um, and and I the long and short of it was I chose me first.
1: I just chose me first. I love it. Oh my god. And, I have chills when you're saying that.
0: <laughs> I and I and I also, I mean, in the early days I will say that I probably did a lot of negative conversation around my former spouse. And it and it, I had some healing to do around that, right? I still have yeah. healing to do around that. However, I can honestly say that this man, even though we were not meant to be together. Um, All or I wasn't right. not to be with this person any longer. He is a beautiful person. He's the father of my child. And he adores our baby. He adores our son. And our son lights up when he sees his dad. And he and his dad is a great teacher. And his father is, um, you know, he's patient with him. And he's, you know, he's giving him instructions to the best of what he knows and what he can do. And so that's, that's where the world he lives in. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful
1: that I've chosen a path for me. I love what you just said because by choosing you, you also choose this better future for your family. Because even you are divorced, you still be family because of your child. And look how healthy, how healthy relationship you have. And he will learn it from you, he won't take wounds into his future. You will take the love that you talk about and respect, and oh my God, I just love it. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So as we wrap up this conversation, I'd love to hear a final thought from you of either something, a lesson that you've learned through your journey, or something you wish to share with the audience.
1: I what I learned through my journey, I learned that the journey is muddy and it's like you said also it's dark sometimes it's scary and you don't want to do it your mind is saying no because you are not safe when come on there's a lot of fear it is but you know what i learned that when you go through it the math is what is not serving you the math is like i said before sometimes it's not even yours it's these expectations of others or beliefs that they put on you. It's not even yours and you don't probably even know yourself. And like Jocelyn said, I when I choose me, somehow this darkness and the map disappeared, and I start seeing. For the first time in my life, I started seeing clearly who I am and where I want to take my life because the one I had didn't enjoy and I want to enjoy my life come on everyone at the end wants love happiness and joyfulness so the choice is always yours it's what I learned
0: yeah I love that what a wonderful way to close that conversation close this conversation yeah you, you get to choose you are the master of your own destiny it's up to you Beata, thank you so much for sharing your time and your story and your journey with us today.
1: Thank you so much. Namaste.